0: It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm so glad you're here. I wanted to take this opportunity to celebrate. I want to celebrate the relationships that I have with my girls because I don't often talk about it, but I just want to talk about how amazing both of them are and how I feel about our relationships and how I feel about them and how I think they feel about me. And just to give you hope that this can also be your reality. So let's start at the beginning. I, I started out as a very controlling parent. Let me take that back. I started out as a parent who was deeply vested in the idea of attachment. And I thought attachment would get me everywhere. And what I didn't realize is that even with attachment, you're going to have kids who push back, who do the wrong thing, who are sassy, who say no. And I didn't realize that. I thought if I was just a good attached parent, that everything would work perfectly. And so when everything didn't work perfectly, I really leaned into this idea of rewards and punishments because I was a teacher. And in our teacher credentialing program and in my master's in education, they really taught us to reward good behavior and to punish poor behavior. And then that's the way you would get a quote unquote good kid. And so I did that as a teacher. And I really, I leaned more into the idea of praise and rewards. And in the teacher relationship, It worked. And then I kind of naturally gravitated toward connection with my students. And that really worked too. But I didn't really, I didn't know what I was doing when I was doing that. So when I got to parenting and my my two-year-old finally said something that was, you know, defiant, said no to me, I lost it. I couldn't believe it. I thought, oh my gosh, how could she do this? I've done everything for her. I breastfed her for two and a half years. I, you know, I make organic baby food. I take her on every activity. I gave up my career to be with her as a stay-at-home mom, et cetera, et cetera. All the resentment and all of the upset and all of the disbelief and dysregulation came out. And I ended up really leaning into rewards and punishments and eventually yelling. And that was my go-to parenting you know, methodology. And it didn't work. So I I began to change. I began to change when Esme was around five, five and a half. And Pia was around three. And since then, I've been on a deep journey to be a connected parent and to really denounce the ideas of rewards and punishments and really just say, I'm done. I'm not doing those anymore. And it's been really hard. And what's been more difficult is listening to the big feelings and coming to, with empathy, using play when nobody was playful with me, having one-on-one time, all the things I teach in, in all my courses, my one-on-ones, and my mastermind, and also in my online courses, all the tools of connective parenting. And I was worried when Esme was about 12, because she started to really present big again. So from like six until 12, we were, cruising. I mean, things were like humming along and I was deep into this connection and we had some incredible years. They were still chuck full of big feelings and upsets and dysregulation and sibling issues, but I was able to navigate and move through and bounce back. And we had really hard moments, but it was all worth it. And it was working overall. It was really working and I was feeling great about it. And when she started turned 12 She started to really present defiant, like big time, really wanted autonomy, was desperate to do things on her own. And I started to freak out. And then I thought at that moment, connective parenting doesn't work anymore. It's only for little kids. There's no way. And I spoke to one of my listening partners and they were like, okay, hold on. You're having big feelings. And you've been having a pretty good stretch here. You've had a pretty good go where your kids are just super connected. You guys are bouncing back and bouncing through things. And now you've hit a roadblock and you're going to have to stick deeper into the tools. And at that moment, I thought, no, I'm not. She's going to have to be punished. I really believed for like a few weeks that she needed to be punished again, that she needed to be reprimand. That there was no way I was going to be taking this disrespect. So yeah. I had this very deep understanding and empathy for parents who go through this piece because I went through it too. And I'm so grateful I didn't get stuck because I think what happens at adolescence is that we believe we got to double down with the punishments and the restrictions and the strictness and all the things because we get nervous and scared that our child's going to end up being a hooligan and that they're going to be running the streets and doing drugs and having sex and all the things. And that we get so nervous that we go to this clamped down strict place. And that's where I wanted to go. But I didn't. After a few weeks, I said, okay, I'm going to triple down on connection. I'm going to start giving autonomy. I'm going to loosen instead of tighten. And boy, am I glad. I did that because I think for my Esme, much like her personality when she was three, this 12-year-old girl was not going to stand for it. And we would have been in a real bad place had I allowed myself to be triggered. I was still triggered. Let's let's not let's not be unrealistic here. <laughs> I was definitely still triggered. But if I didn't work through it, and I did, I worked through it and there were i think 12 13 kind of into 14 was real 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 challenging and tough and she was going through a lot with her own personal self and trying to figure out who she was and she went through a, about a bully she got bullied by the director's daughter at our school she got you know in with a crowd that i wasn't so excited about and she had a really hard time And so we went through this period where she was, you know, every bit of what you would consider a typical teenager. And it tested me in many, many ways. ADHD affects so many of our families and finding the right care can be a challenge. With Done, you can get the care you need 24-7. At donefirst.com, you have an expert team who can help you get personalized treatment for you and your sweet kids. ADHD doesn't have to jeopardize the connection you share with your family. Take a free one-minute assessment and book an appointment with a licensed ADHD clinician as soon as the next day. Get continuous care, one-click refills, insurance coverage, and 24-7 care team support with Done for just $79 a month and pharmacy co-pays as low as $0. Visit Get. Dot dot donefirst.com forward slash podcast to learn more. Done. Turn ADHD into your strength. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. But I really am, like I said, so grateful that I stuck into this idea of connection because it worked. And she's... So lovely now. She was lovely through the whole thing, but she's really like come into her own. Most recently, I think I've seen it. With other people and other relationships she has, she's able to identify other people's feelings. She's able to have empathy for people. She's able to say like, I'm not taking that on. It's not mine. She's able also to have limits without being unkind. She's really learning a lot of incredible things. And I think it's through the modeling that I've done around these ideas of connection. Now granted, she's not perfect by any means and she makes mistakes in those relationships too but i see her learning and growing and trying and really knowing herself and knowing her feelings and knowing and being able to recognize other people's patterns has been an incredible insight that i didn't i didn't think that i i would see and she's nearly 18 she'll be 18 in january and this parenting journey is coming to you know an end in some ways but probably not but in some ways an end because she'll probably be leaving the house and I'm secure in the fact that I don't worry about her in the real world. I worry about other people, sure. And and I worry about other people, you know, possibly doing unkind things to her. But I don't worry re- worry about unkind people taking advantage of her because she will not stand for that. I don't worry about her making poor choices because for the most part, she makes really good choices because she feels connected. She's made enough mistakes. We've recovered from those and she's learned a lot. So I don't worry about her in the real world being able to take care of herself because she is secure and has good self-esteem and she makes good choices for the most part. Some of them are are a little marginal, but I don't worry that they're life and death choices. Now she could get herself into a situation, but I do think that if she needed help, she would ask me for it. And so I don't worry in those ways so much. I worry that she's not going to be able to fold a fitted sheet, make her own bed, cook enough food to keep there's sustenance in her body. Those things I'm a bit worried about. And I've been a bit remiss in there. And I, I'm, we're, we're having some cooking lessons. We've done some cooking lessons this summer. She and I, I've been teaching her, you know, to scramble the eggs, to make the um, French toast, to learn how to make pasta and pasta sauce. She can make a vodka sauce now. So we're, we're doing that kind of things. So I worry more about her taking care of herself in that way than I do taking care of herself emotionally because her maturity is far greater than mine was. So what I'm saying is that you don't have to worry. It all works out if you use connection and you stick into these ideas. You will come out with a beautiful kid. I promise you. I really do. And I didn't know if I believed that years ago. And I was always like, gosh, I hope this all works out because it would be a real travesty if you did all this work and it didn't work out. But it does. It really does. And what I can say about my Pia is that, you know, she started out in this world as more of the... um Appeaser, right? She wanted everything to be okay. And so she would shut down and fawn and make sure that everyone was taken care of and that, you know, her feelings were not important because she was more worried about other people's feelings. And now the kid has a voice. She really does. And she'll tell her sister straight out, don't talk to me like that. And for a few years there, she went too far one way, right? She was too, too strong, which was okay because she was finding her voice but at least she did, at least she was able to. And I think she was able to, because there wasn't this idea of rewards and punishments and that rewards and punishments, even if your child isn't being rewarded and punished, the one child, they see the rewards and punishments happening to the other child, or they see the yelling happening to the other child or the ridicule, and they don't want to endure that. So they become small and they become quiet and they become appeasers. And so Even if rewards and punishments, like I said, aren't being used, they're witnessing it. And that effect is happening. It's affecting them, right? It's affecting the way in which they interact with people. It's it's affecting their own psyche. So I think the coming to parenting with connection was so beneficial for both kids. Really, really uber beneficial for Pia because people-pleasing is not where we want to send our children. It's not a good place to you know, be really, it, it, I know a lot of um, parents will report to me that they don't know who they are. They don't know. They don't listen to their own voice. They, they don't know what they want because they've worked so hard to make everybody else happy that they've denied themselves that opportunity to figure out where their desires lie. So I think Pia's really found her voice and she already has this, like, Demeanor, where you know, and actually, to be honest, right now she's fourteen, so she didn't have that twelve-year-old like breakthrough where she was really being unkind and pushing back in autonomy and whatever. But at fourteen now, man, she's got a little sassy streak. You know, she really likes to say some sassy things to me, and um, I almost laugh now because now I'm like, oh, whatever these these things—they really don't bother me. They just go right over my head. I don't even—I don't even care anymore. It's weird. But I see her saying them and I see her like figuring it out in her head and I see her like trying to have her voice with me and I let her, you know, just have it. And I, you know, I use play and I use connection and I, I try to like loosen it up some. And sometimes she won't even allow me. She just gets real stuck in there. But it's a far cry from where Esme was. It's just a different, she's a different kid, but she is using her voice and she is, you know, standing up for herself and she is having a little bit of a sassy moment right now at 14 and I'm okay with that. I really am. And I'm glad that she's doing it. I'm glad that she can stand up for herself. I'm glad that she has something to say rather than just fawning because we don't want that for our kids. So I guess in this long winded discussion, my point is to you that you will get lovely kids. I have My kids are such great kids. I don't need a lot of limits and boundaries with them because they limit and boundary themselves because they feel connected. They want to do the right thing because they want to do the right thing. Because we've had years of this connection in all the deep ways. Now, connection is not just spending time with your kids. I know a lot of people will be like, oh, I'm super connected. Yeah. I thought I was super connected too, because I spent all my time with my kids. But what really is the truth is that connection happens in the everyday little moments. Connection happens in the interactions. Connection happens in the listening that we do. Connection happens in the empathy that we show. Connection happens in the responses to upset. Connection happens in the absence of punishment. So connection is a big bunch of crazy things and they work. It really works. And you'll have lovely kids, not without hard moments for sure. But I can tell you that I'm deeply, deeply grateful that I chose this path. And I hope that you can find this path and enjoy what it will bring to you, the fruits that it will bring to you in the future of your kids and your relationship. All right. Thanks for joining me on the Peace and Parenting podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm so glad you are here.
1: Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable. With stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hanna quality for your most precious gift. Hanna Soft. Made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hanna baby. Introducing a new collection. Hanna Soft. Made with Tencel. It's so breathable.